0: Hey, I'm John and I'm here today with Brett Rajensky, General Manager of NETR. Welcome, Brett. Hey,
1: thanks a lot for having me, John. Sure.
0: And our special guest today is Seth St. Romain, Senior Account Manager for New England with LG Electronics US. Welcome, Seth.
2: Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. So, Seth, how did you get into this industry and and uh, eventually, you know, come to work for LG?
2: It's it's a long story, but we got time. So, it's <laughs> uh, it goes back Uh, I've been in the industry now for over 30 years. So I kind of started going to college as a younger uh, out of high school and then working through that. And then I took up a small uh, job at the time and started as a truck driver for uh, a wholesaler. And from there, uh, 25 years later, I became a sales accountant for that particular region of Cape Cod on the islands for Robinson Mm -hmm. Supply. So I took every little bit of level. Of, from truck driver to uh, manager, to showroom, to plumbing. I kind of learned everything uh, in the past 25 years of anything from plumbing, understanding that all the way through radiant systems, boilers, hydronic, and HVAC. Uh, and along the way, sold a lot of different products uh, to kind of familiarize myself more with uh, the market. So seven years ago, I started working for a uh, manufacturer's rep and uh, sold boilers as well as HVAC products. And now with LG now for a year now, and it reason why everybody asked me why did I move from where I was uh, selling a, another top selling ductless brand uh, to LG is two things. I've sold it when I worked for the wholesaler before, 20 years ago, and I was familiar with it. And I think LG... Is being very innovative in their product line uh, currently going forward and I wasn't seeing what the other brand was you know kind of aligning themselves in the heat pump market okay so today I'm glad where I am I think we're in a wonderful industry um, it's a growing industry and it keeps growing every year it's a good place to be
0: right so what's your uh, you know current focus at, at LG and what are some of the things that you're working on trying to accomplish
2: Things um, that I want to work on for 2023, and everybody has goals, and I guess the big goal for me is to realign our our dealer network and get them more up to speed with our training, with our products, our applications that we may fall in line with. Uh, I think COVID kind of unfortunately, it hurt us a lot in the past two years with uh, not being able to... The facing market is definitely an in-face application where you need to be with the contractors and you need to be with them on a job site or you got to be, you got to be, you got to be with them. And where COVID came along, we weren't able to do that. And in the training aspect, all of our training uh, closed down. So we have, LG has uh, a large training center in New Jersey and California, Texas, uh, all across the country and everything closed down. Mm -hmm. So just recently, as of uh, two or three months ago, we've opened it back up to a virtual Uh, training again. So that's um, my goal. You know, we're going to be having uh, LG will be having a new training center right out here on 495 at the third third quarter of 2023. So that'll be really beneficial for us helping uh, everybody, including myself.
0: Right. So, that training standard is going to be to help companies like NETR, you know, that Brett is the general manager of, and, and help them to understand the product lineup that you have at, at LG. And, and is it also, you know, how to use the products, how to install them, how to maintain them, all of that kind of thing?
2: Yeah. So, that will be uh, really helping the New England market because before we had to send people to New Jersey for trainings or anything like that. Now we'll have it right here in our backyard. It'll be a fully operational uh, facility. There'll be a welcome center. We can do trainings there. We can do functions there. We can do all kinds of things there. That's that's a big focus that we're looking forward to for
0: 2023. Okay, and again, kind of looking toward uh, 2023. What are some of the current trends in the industry that you know customers should be aware of? Uh,
2: I think a lot of people come up with uh, ideas as to maybe you know how a system should be designed for a house, and I don't know. I, I guess it'd be more or less trends uh, I ahead here to avoid is systems not being uh, in your comfort. So we're we're now in a, uh, a market where it's about comfort and selling comfort is what it's all about. If people are gonna spend the money, you know, a lot of money on really? a system, and, I mean, it's a big investment. And some people I feel, you know, look at that, you know, in a Massachusetts, we're very lucky. You know, we have a, a $10,000 rebate and everybody sees that, and they immediately focus on that. And they sometimes are looking at that and not maybe looking at down the road, what's the comfort of this going to give me down the road. And so we, we, it comes down to a lot of ex- expectations, I guess. Um, you know, make sure you get what you want. And you know, the trends out there right now, you know, people are, are trying to do things quick. And I think the applications need to be thought through and have the best system for the for the home.
0: Right. Brett, how does NETR, you know, approach that, you know, in terms of just selling the most amount of, you know, uh, indoor and outdoor units as you can to a customer or something like that, as opposed to like really being focused on the customer's comfort? And, you know, how, how does that word comfort, you know, play into the way that you guys, you know, approach the way that you work with customers?
1: Sure. That's, that's a great question. And Seth brings up a, an outstanding point in comfort um, because that's really what it's about. I mean, it's, you know, as he said, it's an investment to begin with, but ultimately you're going to live with this thing in your home and with your family for you know. We hope you're living with it for 20 years or more, right. and and uh, and successfully doing so. So it's you know, so long after the investment is forgotten, the comfort is either still there or not. Right. And you know what? You bring up a, a, a great point. So the way NETR's sales team is is built, and the way we go about designing systems. Um, you know, it's about proper sizing of systems. And that's not just how many BTUs in or out of a home. It's even room by room. So if you put the wrong size unit, you know, for for our listeners, if you put the wrong size unit in a room, too big or too small, the comfort won't be there. Mm-hmm. That room will either A, never fully cool, or B, get too cool and you can't make, slow it down, so to say, yeah. um, or too warm or not warm enough. So it's, it's really about You know, one of the great things about ductless applications, about heat pumps, is that you can have individual comfort in individual spaces. Most of us are used to a standard, you know, furnace or boiler, maybe two zones if you live in a colonial. You know, downstairs is one zone. Guess what? The downstairs is all one temperature. The upstairs is one zone. The upstairs is all one temperature. One of the great benefits of ductless and and heat pumps is that each individual, I mean, you could break it down as much as you wanted, but you know, reasonably, hey, each individual bedroom and maybe the living room and then maybe the family room are all individual zones that can have individual temperatures. You know, if mom likes it really cool in the bedroom, it can be cool in the bedroom. If uh, grandma's down in the living room and it needs to be 10 degrees warmer, it'll be 10 degrees warmer. So so Seth brings up a, a great point about the comfort. and And our approach is that we treat each individual home and each individual space um, as a unique entity, we we do load calculations for all of them. And we really focus on providing the consumer the best solution for their home. Not what's best for us, because we could we could go sell you something. If you hate living with it thereafter, you're not going to refer us to people. You're not going to ever do business with us again. Um, and, and we're in this for the long haul. We're, we're 33 years in so far. We're not going anywhere
0: right and like you said it's a it's a unique solution for every customer I, I know i was talking with one of your your customers uh recently who you know had an, another company come in and uh kind of size up the house and said oh yeah you know you we've got these three rooms downstairs we'll put a uh, an indoor unit in each one of those and then you have three bedrooms upstairs we'll put an indoor unit in each one of those you know it's going to be x number of dollars or something like that and then he ended up getting a quote from from NETR, and you guys came in and said yeah you know what if you want to save some money yeah maybe you won't have ex- you know exactly the temperature control in every room upstairs but what we can do is put in an uh, an air handler into the attic and then do you know ducted uh, just little little ceiling units you know in uh, on, on each one of the bedrooms on the second floor so that just this one uh, air handler unit in the attic could just handle all three of the bedrooms and on the upstairs and save you a little bit of money where you know you don't have to have a a wall unit on every you know every wall of every bedroom upstairs and and he really appreciated that you guys came in and and made that custom you know solution for him so that's is that sort of what you mean when you say that that you're you know looking at it on a case by case basis and a customer by customer basis in terms of figuring out what's best for them.
1: Absolutely, that's exactly what what I mean by that is that we're yeah you know, we're trying to design the right solution for that customer. Um, and you bring up a good point as well. It's it's um, it's about comfort first and foremost, but also there's also aesthetics. You know you you know someone has a nice home and. For some reason, you know, maybe they don't want a wall unit in that particular room, and I can understand why, and that's yeah. fine. You know, there's a there's an application for each thing. LG has, um, you know, some some innovative stuff as well. They have, uh, you know, so we, we do like to work with air handlers if there's existing duct work, because a lot of times that's a nice... When we leave, the place looks no different than, than when we arrived, right. except for it's working much more efficiently. Mm-hmm. You know, ceiling cassettes, uh, a lot of companies avoid them because they're hard to put in. We... Uh, in the right application, we like doing those for customers because they give a nice aesthetic in certain places. And uh, uh, LG, for instance, has a really nice product called the Art Cool, uh, which is pretty unique in the market. you want to tell people what that is?
2: Yeah, sure.
1: So that's actually
2: uh, that's been out for a long time, yeah or not? So I used to sell those uh, a long time ago, you know, and they are definitely innovative because mm-hmm. they're unique. And you know, the picture units um, they're like 39 by 39 inches so it's almost like a square that's going to go on the wall and and people a lot of people don't understand when they look at it applied that that's actually a, a heating and cooling unit yeah sure. and they're really cool because you can change the picture on it and you know you can put any picture you want in that place and it becomes actually a central point mm-hmm. uh, so it becomes more less uh sometimes people you know will talk about it where in our HVAC world, not many people talk about our system because they're usually in the basement or outside, and it's not really anything exciting. Sure. So I feel we actually have some exciting uh, products to talk about.
1: Yeah, it's a, it reminds me a little bit of, I think it's Samsung has that uh, television called The Frame. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it, it reminds me a little bit of that, is that it's designed to blend in mm-hmm. and, and offer... You know, offer the solution in a with a different aesthetic. Which yeah. it's not necessarily for every application, but no. it's nice to have the option uh, when in, when the application is correct. Exactly. And yeah. I feel that really strong is, its options, right?
2: Exactly. And, you know, our our brain may not fit in every application, mm-hmm. and and I get it. And like you said about the ceiling units, some people, you know, spaces, and having the options for every job is, I think, you know, pretty important to fit. In, especially in our market in New England, yeah, uh, because not everybody can understand necessarily how a ductless system works,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you know, expectations mm-hmm. from a homeowner, you know, is is important to me because we we actually do now, and I'm sure you guys have already taken it is the heat pump classes. Sure. So we're doing these now for uh, Mass Save. Now is requiring all dealers to be taking the heat pump class for 2023. Yep. And so we've started doing them, you know, beginning of the year. And uh, nicecerta for New York started it last year. Mm-hmm. And so that program was adopted through MassSave. And now they made it. So New York only has it so one person in the company has to take the class.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And Massachusetts now is adopted to everybody. All principal and primary installers have yes. to take the class, which I think is I think is great. yep because it, it applies to all. So by having one person in a company, You know, I'm not talking it down, but Mm -hmm. one person in that company may not be going to a job to install it or not doing the service call that is going to recommend the proper install for a system. And, you know, understanding undersizing, like you said before, or Mm -hmm. oversizing is very critical. And this class, we taught 50 people last week, I 50 people more tomorrow night. Sure. So it's all of them come in there with just thinking, I know it all. And every class I've done, they have all agreed they've learned something out of it they've all taken something out of it and i think it's important so I, i'm i'm all for it and i don't care what brand it is i think it's important that everybody understands you know when we update a house you know what's changed you know insulation windows all these factors in a house and the efficiency mm-hmm. and to properly design a load the house to know mm-hmm. what it needs for heat like yeah. you said bringing down the load right or sure what are we going to We're looking in the New England market, we have to base on a heat application. So we're looking to figure out how much heat a space is gonna need in in a room. Sure. And sometimes cooling is gonna fall in second, Mm -hmm. but it's important that you're gonna have enough BTUs and get the efficiency out of the system to properly heat the space. And I think it's important as people, a lot of jobs unfortunately were called out on is because it's oversized or it's undersized.
1: Yeah, we, so, we see that too as a contractor yeah. where, you know, someone's unhappy. They did, you know, work with, you know, two guys in a truck and and now they're having, you know, issues and, and obviously that person's not returning their phone yeah. calls. So they re- eventually reach out to us or they may be directed to us through a distribution partner or a manufacturer. And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes we have to break the bad news to them about what the situation is. And. And a lot of times, people, you know, a layperson might think when they're looking at a system and you know, how many how many BTUs do I want for output on this? Well, more must be better, right? Yeah. And it's really not, especially when you move to inverters and 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 these systems, because it's it's um it's killing your efficiency. Your costs will go up, you yeah. know, and um yeah, we don't like to see that. So so again, you know, uh, we we want happy customers. We put a lot of time into sizing correctly and applying correctly. Um, and then we even have you know our sales team is highly trained they do a great job with that before virtually every install unless it's a tremendously simple install we also have a field installation supervisor visit the home and walk it and verify it with the with the homeowner that's awesome and and yeah. and that's really to it, it's really a double check number one we're making sure that we're all on the same page and and so that when we get there to install it's going to go quickly and smoothly for the customer. That's the big reason. But the second thing is those are highly experienced field leaders. And if they, they may recognize something that, that you know, unfortunately was missed. And now we can correct this long before we're there to do the right. work. You know, we can make an adjustment. And that's, so, that's actually, I'm really glad to hear
2: that because I go to a lot of jobs. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it, the expectations, like I said before, and the homeowner now doesn't understand how to even use the controller. Mm-hmm. Doesn't understand how to use a wall remote. And you guys going through that and before you leave as a check sheet, yep. I think is is critical. Sure. Because as we talk about heat pumps, you know, it's, it's a big part of the industry sure. and now we have to rely on the properly done installs. Otherwise what happens? All the bad news mm-hmm. go back to the old days of heat pumps, right? Sure. You go back 15 years of heat pumps and people put them in and they, they swore at them because they never worked. The sure. efficiency didn't work and they didn't actually get enough heat out of them. Yeah. So, I think it's important now with the changes
1: that we have in place to have all the proper installation people doing it right. I, I agree. Yeah. We um, and you're right about the training. You can do a wonderful job on installation if the end user doesn't know how to use it. Correct. Okay. That's, that's something we we pride ourselves on. Right. We we get a lot of positive reviews about that. Mm-hmm. The other thing that we've done is we've uh, we actually made uh, we have our own YouTube channel. And we've done a couple of short videos that show how you use certain remotes. Awesome. And uh, that way it's, a, a it's, it's a, you yeah. know, I, I can help someone in Peoria, Illinois. It doesn't just have to be my customer. Yeah. But also if we have someone who's like, geez, I haven't done that in a long time. How do I do that? Even if they reach out to us, we'll coach them through But A lot of times we'll then email them a link to here's your particular controller and the functions, or they just Google it and they find it on their own and solve their own problem, right. which w- we love to help them. But more importantly, we just want them to be happy. Yeah. So,
2: And that's that's what it comes down to is having a happy customer. Yeah. What do we always hear is when an unhappy customer, more than ever, right? You, Correct. You always want to hear the good things and you always have sometimes pride for those good comments. But unfortunately, we always hear more about the bad than the good. Yep, sure.
0: Seth, how does a customer know that an installer that they're looking at has gone through this, you know, training with LG and that they're, they've they been, you know, certified, if, if you will, you know, to install LG products?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so we actually have our Pro Dealer Network. And Pro Dealer Network means that they've had to take certain classes uh, in order to achieve these accomplishments as well as registration. So as they're doing more installations, Mm -hmm. their tier level would go up and then put them into different levels. And that to me is helpful because if, you know, to be a, a pro dealer and only do one install, you know, isn't really what I want. I wanna be able to have people on a higher level, gold and platinum dealers that, you know, are doing tons of installs. And those are the ones that I wanna work with more. In that respect, to make sure that they're getting the proper feedback for installations and training because they're the other ones that are doing the majority of the installs, and I just want to make sure they're being done right. So we have happy uh, solutions being done in the hip hop market.
0: The Inflation Reduction Act is coming uh, in, into effect in 2023, and it has some, you know, a f- certain a- effects, and is, is going to be maybe offering some government sort of uh, subsidies or, or discounts on uh, heating and cooling products and things like that. How do you see the the Inflation Reduction Act affecting the heating and cooling industry, both for companies like NETR and for, and for consumers ultimately?
2: It'll help in many ways. I, I think it, you know, it's it's a step in the right direction. To get people an added an incentive, and looking at it, the cards haven't cleared yet. We have a um, a lot of our energy consultants we deal with in directly with LG, and we are always looking at other rebates across the country, and we're always looking at you know uh, our particular products if in line with those. And that particular rebate is a little bit challenging, just because of you know the logistics of the paperwork and everything in the uh, application. And the thing is, is some people are confused by it, they think it fits on every application for every single person. It's not. So it is a it's based on uh, the household incomes. So there's a couple things you just gotta make sure you 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 understand it more if you're if you're looking for that application. But a lot of our products will fit into that alignment, which is great. And I think beyond the heat pump side of it, it helps with other things like wiring, um, insulation, and those are the things that are can kind of overlooked because in some of the jobs somebody has a really old electrical panel in there and now we're talking thousands of dollars to change and upgrade that system and now there's something we can add on that rebate side to help somebody get the proper system and again a more efficient electrical system in place there's a lot of aspects to it, not just in the heat pump. That I think can be beneficial for a lot of
0: people. Right, but Brett, what's your current, you know, recommendation for consumers looking to save some money and, and uh, while getting their, you know, ductless system installed?
1: Sure. Well, I think Seth nailed it when he said that there's a lot that's still unclear on this. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and and here here we sit in December of 2022 with this really going to into effect with 2023 and you know the research that we've done kind of says you know i mean it it's again there's no hard and fast line i really wouldn't expect the infrastructure for people to even be able to apply for rebates to be in effect until halfway through next year mm. and then there's going to be an entire process beyond that and i would tell people this and and we've done some math around this i won't bore anyone on but the other thing that's coming with 2023 is is price increases from, from manufacturers. And guess what? We've all seen prices. We all go to the grocery store every week, right? And prices are on the increase. Well, there's some regulatory uh, efficiency items that are driving the cost of HVAC up. Shipping costs are up, right? Because mm-hmm. fuel costs are up, et cetera. Uh, labor costs are up because all of us are spending more money at the grocery store. So therefore, we we all need to earn a little more at work eventually. Yeah. So the industry is expecting cost increases in 2023 of of probably up to about 20% uh, seems to be the consensus. So our thing to people is don't wait because the money you will lose, wait, you know, if you decide, oh, I'm going to wait until July or August to do this, you're going to lose a lot of that rebate money to the cost of inflation. So that $20,000 system is now going to be $24,000 for the identical system. Also you're losing efficiency in the meantime so if you're currently heating with with fuel oil at call it six dollars a gallon you know depending on when someone's listening to this mm-hmm. um, you know versus what they could save using a heat pump through greater efficiency so you're you're losing money staying with you riding the old horse so to say in the meantime inflation's eating away at that and and we've kind of found that most people if they wait, they're really not going to save anything. All they're doing is they're going to be six or eight months older when they do this. And mm. and their total <laughs> out of pocket uh, isn't going to be any any better. So, you know, certainly everyone makes their own choices. And, and the other thing Seth brings up too is, uh, and it is a bit overlooked in there, you know, the heat pumps gather a lot of uh, the interest in the market, but especially here in New England, you know, we're, we're older communities, okay? Mm. You know, we're, we're well-established there's a lot of homes that will need do need or will need electrical upgrades so someone depending on the other items in their house you know they may it's very common to find 100 amp service still throughout new england that may get you by now you go and add a heat pump big enough to heat and cool your entire home it may but there's a really good chance it won't so you're going to need to upgrade to 200 amp which there's a lot of great benefits to upgrading to a 200 amp service uh, to begin with. But that's a, an extra cost, and you're right. There are there are dollars that are available there. The other part is some of this is tax credits, and this is why you don't want to wait as well. Those tax credits are there for you to have, you know, on your on your taxes. So there's rebate dollars and there's tax credits. Yeah. Waiting on the rebate dollars doesn't seem to make a lot of sense when you do this in 2023. Uh, guess what? You're, you're going to be able to claim the tax credits, however, on your taxes, in you know, in, in 20. Yeah. When you in file 20, them in 24. So some so, people are looking to claim that and some yeah. people, we've already got a lot of questions
2: on it as well. And, uh, you know, we just we're kind of waiting to see where all of it's going to come yeah. together and then, you know, look yeah. at it a little more clear. Sure. But like you said, though, the, the, uh, some of the changes like in our energy requirements for department of energy, mm-hmm. energy star, so all manufacturers for 2023 had to have all the equipment relisted for energy, energy levels, mm-hmm. and that's an added cost. Yep. So and people don't realize that all these little added pieces into it, it's, it's a lot of work. So Mass Save, we constantly, with Mass Save and uh, ICF and all of the uh, Maine has a, a lot of programs as well. Yes, they do. And the, all through New England I, I is my territory. So it, I'm really involved a lot of rebate programs out there. And I think it's great, you know, that this is another added piece to it to help people understand it. But, you know, some people expect tremendous savings. You know, people ask you, how much money am I going to save on the system? And it really comes down to comfort, like we said before, Mm -hmm. but it's a year round system. Right. So the question you said before is the electrical panel, you know, let's just say you had a an AC system now, mm-hmm. and it takes let's just say a 30 amp breaker, 40 amp breaker. Sure. Now, by putting in an inverter heat pump system, you may very well only need a 30 amp breaker. So you can probably get away with some of it. Yeah. It's it's the added pieces to it that you might need a little more power to mm-hmm. get that power, you know, efficient. Of course. But people, you know, look at that and they want to see dollars saved. And I'm not gonna lie, and I tell people in our class, you know, they're always like, well. You know, we put solar in a house. Well, mm-hmm. if you put solar in a house, to me, that's what I, I did it. I put solar in my house, and I will be moving over to a heat pump system. Yep. And I've had many comments and contractors say, "Well, what are you gonna do when the snow comes?" Or "What are you gonna do when the wind breaks down the windmills and all that?" It all comes down to, in my opinion, it's a year-round solution. Mm-hmm. All right. Because if you have an old AC system in there, and let's say, a, let's just say it's an old ten seer, twelve seer, thirteen seer. Sure. As our climate changes and the warmness changes, they call it bin data. So in the class that we do, we talk about bin data. So you look at the temperatures, our average temperatures in our region, and they're actually going up. Yeah. So it's it's, it's weird. So you think, oh, well, Boston, we base, we base for when we do a manual J calculation system to properly size the system for a house, and we base it on temperature outside and how many days it is at that temperature. Correct. And that's the bin data. But the bin data has actually gone up. Yep. And people don't look at it from that perspective and we're actually getting warmer. So being more efficient on the cooling side can be actually more beneficial in many ways because we're heating less days. Absolutely. Our heating days have actually gotten less yep. so, yeah So you know we talk about it and people are shocked to see in the Boston region the bin data that shows us at zero degrees is hours per year, not days. Oh mm-hmm. hours. It's, so it's it makes a big difference when people start looking at it and reversing it to say, well now we're going to have a twenty seer AC system, mm-hmm. so now we're going to save more energy than we're running it longer. Sometimes in the EC, look at this past summer, sure we record heats,
1: right? Yeah, so we're doing year round comfort solutions yeah. now. You you bring up a great point with the bin data and the um you know the hours per year, and I, I haven't I'll be honest that I haven't looked in a little bit, but the last time I had looked, which this might be a couple of years old the number of hours per year in Boston below zero, I want to say it was like 60 yeah. for a whole year. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that's, and where does that come? That comes in little two hour increments from four to, you know, yeah. from three to 5 a.m. on Correct. January 10th. And, you know, it's not, it's very rarely uh, there. And, and then that's the other misconception that still is out there about heat pumps. I think it goes back to the old days, cold climate heat pumps are extremely robust mm-hmm. And they can provide all that heat for your home well down to, you know, certainly negative 13 Fahrenheit, what so we yeah. all kind of certified to. But the reality is you're probably in a really good shape even past that, mm-hmm. um, especially here. You know, we're not, uh, we think of ourselves as rugged New Englanders. You know, right. and I guess we are, but, you know, it's, it's not as cold as we think. It's not, you know, it's right. not no Alaska, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so no, That's uh, true.
2: And, um, and that's, that's where, you know, a lot of the people, misconception saying, will. When it's cold, I want to make sure I have heat. Well, absolutely. I want to Mm -hmm. make sure you're warm. You know, and there's different options for different systems. Of course. So, you know, uh, but I I think that's uh, important data that I think a lot of people have to start looking at more.
1: I I think it's also, um, as as we talk about it, something as we think about heat pumps, you're getting two solutions in one. You know, a standard, you know, again, back to our fictional New England colonial kind of standard system with maybe baseboard hot water heat, because we see a lot of that and maybe a central air conditioning system mm-hmm. you know very traditional solutions so you have a boiler in your basement all all, all the apparatus that goes with it and that's one system you have a central ac system with ductwork there's a there's another solution you must maintain each mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is they both have a lifespan they will eventually fail mm-hmm. as just like any mechanical, mechanical item does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. The great news with a moving to a heat pump solution is you're solving both of those equations right. with one thing. You're replacing, yeah. You know, so you're now moving to one mechanical equation to serve your whole house or at least one solution. Maybe not, maybe not just one heat pump. You may have more and than one condenser. enter, you know, into air quality on top of it. Absolutely. So now,
2: you know, that's been an overlooked thing that for years that's always been. A billion dollar market that still kinda of sits there. You know? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really move where we probably need it to move for proper air quality. Especially well, tight houses now, right? Well, we're I was just gonna say the the, the, the
1: yeah. more the more insulated a house oh, is, yeah. the newer a home is. They're very tight and and um, there's a lot of information now coming out in the last few years. And interestingly, COVID kind of drove some of that it forward did. while we were all bunkered down at home for a couple of years. Yeah. All of a sudden now they're finding that just having, for instance, gas in your home. Yeah, there's a lot of byproduct that's going on in your home, whereas in the past, none of us really thought mm-hmm. about it. No one spent a lot of time measuring it. You know, so you're right. So you're 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 able to improve air quality as well and have one solution that serves both both masters, if you will, heating and cooling. You know, yeah. so and because people, that's the big thing is you know people will say, well, I love the
2: calls that will come in and they'll say, well, I spent so much dollars on my electric bill, my electric bill went up. Mm-hmm. And then we ask the question, well, what were you heating with before? Well, I had oil. Well, how much oil bill? Well, I didn't get oil bill. Zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Th- and that and that's, and you just have to kind of look at the whole picture, yep. uh, you know, the expense level for heating. Yeah. And then also apply it to cooling. Yeah. So as Absolutely. we in- increase our efficiencies in our cooling market. We're probably going to be more beneficial on both sides, so I think it's great.
1: One thing that people tend to forget about as well is that uh, in virtually every state, and certainly in Mass, and I happen to live in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. um, you know, we can we can choose we can't choose where our electrical provider is because we can't have fifty two sets of wires running outside. So, but about half, probably at least half of your cost is the actual cost of energy. Mm-hmm. So you can select an alternative energy provider if you want. I recently mm-hmm. did that, and my rate is about to change where I live and I'm going from, I would have been paying 26 or 7 cents per kilowatt hour. I selected a different provider and I'm going to be paying 18 cents per kilowatt hour Hmm. for electricity coming into my house through the same line. So, you know, so, so when people look at heat pumps and stuff, you're right. You have to look at the whole cost, but there's also other things you can do to also help control those electrical costs as well. Because you're right, they're going to go up. Yeah. You know, it's what's it offset by the fuel oil you right. didn't 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 buy and other items. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Seth, are you aware of how America compares to other countries in terms of saturation of people using heat pumps in their in their home to heat and cool their their homes? And and you know, is that starting to change in in the United States? And and you know, where do you see that going moving forward?
2: Well, LG is um, a global provider, and we are all over. And I, I mean, the, the market that we're in here, it's, it's funny. So we want all these special things here in the U.S., and everywhere else is, well, we don't need that over there. And we deal with Korea, and they're very accommodating to us, I got to say, to make something work in our specific applications. And make uh, any kind of accommodations for controls or whatever we need, but overall, I, I think we're we're catching up. But we have some products overseas that we just aren't aren't allowed here in the United States, and like new products coming out for us. You know, we have uh, air to water systems, right? Mm-hmm. So, like Brett, you mentioned before, yeah. a boiler system, right? Sure. And now we're gonna have we we already have it overseas. Mm-hmm. We've had it for years. And the challenge will be because of the new refrigeration that's coming out in 2025. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to adopt and make that transition change, but an air to water system with a high temp. Mm. So we already have them now here in a a low temp and a mid temp. So meaning you can run a radiant system with a heat pump. Sure. And then it'll switch over and give you cooling as well. Yes. And now we have a mid temp we've had this year. And then next year we're going to have our our high temp, which would be 176 degrees. Oh, okay. So to me, that's exciting stuff. Sure, because in in New Hampshire and such, in applications where people just still feel like they want to have a water source for for heating, sure, it it's a great application. Absolutely. And so there's a lot of again, a lot of options for jobs. And overseas, they use tons of it because of the price of oil and the price of propane uh, that they've used this for radiant systems now on a lower temp. Overseas is tons of radiant heating which is is an awesome heat source Mm -hmm. um it's not a cheap heat source no but now having a heat pump doing it and somebody has a lot of photovoltaic solar panels on the house now that's they have a lot of of solar applications in there yes so that would then in turn you're you're generating free heat Mm -hmm. so it's it's pretty cool that's exciting so yeah yeah but we're catching up though for sure
0: And do you just do you see in general that that people in the United States are starting to kind of come around to the idea of heating their whole house with with uh, with with heat pump systems?
2: I think it's coming down to uh, the carbon footprint. You know, everybody wants to, you know, help somewhere somehow with what we're doing in our uh, society. And I think more and more people are starting to look at it to say, I'm willing to spend a little more money now and down the road feel that we're we are gaining in our efficiency footprint and we're not having so much of our fossil fuel usage and then we're not dependent on other countries all the time. So if we can provide our own electric source, however we need to do it, then we can do that efficiently. Then now we're not relying on other sources and running fossil fuel. So I would say that um, most people, you know, are excited and understand more of the philosophy behind a heat pump system being electric
0: and how it's uh, providing that. Right. Where are LG HVAC products uh, manufactured?
2: We are primarily uh, manufactured out of Korea. Some of our resources now have gone to uh, Taiwan. And our engineering and suppliers, You know, we have to uh, rely on some outsourcing of some products like everybody does. Uh, but majority of our products are all made in Korea, and they're very proud of that. And they they try to have everything sourced internally. Uh, LG started as a uh, controls company. Uh, it's you know it's not a new company. It's it they've made so many different products over the, you know the past fifty years that it's it's just innovative products as they adopt new pieces. Mm-hmm. You know this year we have um, it hasn't been really announced solidly, but we have heat pump water heaters. So, that'll be the new Hmm. launch for 2023.
1: I actually saw that the other day. Did you? Yeah.
2: And see, LG is a – they really do care about how it looks and functions. Mm -hmm. And so, that water heater, if you haven't seen one yet, I got to tell you, it's pretty cool looking. So, it has a more European flair, and you're up to sell a lot of those because it's meant – it almost looks like something that you'd put right next to your fridge. Sure. It's got a beautiful cabinet to it, and it's the first inverter heat pump water heater. So efficiency wise, uh, it can give you uh, a higher efficiency and it'll actually run and give you a higher output for the water level. But things like that, you know, LG is always looking into the uh, LG. Uh, for me, we're part of a division under the electronics. So we're we're very fortunate to have all these added pieces that we can add that I can get to add to my sales territory. So water heaters, uh, we're part of the electrical solar storage department. I'm not involved in that yet. And sure. that's a whole nother world. But we actually are now doing a lot of things in uh, Alabama. So the water heaters, uh, I think are going to be starting to, to come into Alabama. Maybe some changes in there. We did all of our solar panels uh, LG, did all the solar panels. They did all of Alabama. So more and more uh, LG things are being assembled and made right here in the United States. So it's a big change for them. And they, they see where it's easier Because now we're not taking it, assembling it, and then shipping it in a container, and then we're shipping empty space. So they're trying to make it more efficient and get more things made here in the United States. So they are actually making Alabama and Texas, and we have a few other places there Mm -hmm. in the United States where we're making more products.
1: Yeah. it's. uh, I I think everyone's learned a a big lesson over the last couple of years relative to... You know how vulnerable supply chain really can be, exactly. um, and and like you say, maybe you know, unfortunately, maybe ten years ago we had all talked ourselves into the fact that hey, if it comes on a container ship from somewhere, it's fine. You know, they run every day, right? Yeah, and uh, and I think we've all learned the challenges that can arise pretty quickly. Apparently, yeah. you know, from from that, and and yeah, you're seeing a lot of companies, you know, trying to source there. That's really innovative, a uh, an inverter based. Um, I saw a quick news flash on it. I didn't read up on it entirely, but an inverter-based water heater. That's really super.
2: So the the great thing of LG is that we have so many different avenues to try different products. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our our newer compressors and our larger uh, units, Mm -hmm. that is uh, called an R1 compressor. Mm -hmm. Not to get too crazy technical, but that compressor started on the world of refrigerator. So they flipped upside down a traditional compressor. Uh, LG makes a lot of compressors for a lot of other people. Sure, and um, it's it's amazing when we started seeing the amount of compressors that we make and sell, not just for us but for others. Mm-hmm. And so they flip this compressor; it, we can run it faster, mm-hmm. and we don't have to worry about uh, any noise or vibration. So now they've all of our larger tonnage units, yes, uh, and our multi F platform are all these R one compressors, yeah. and it gave us it gave us almost fifteen percent more heat out of those units and it also gave us a bigger turndown ratio now turndown ratio to, to understand it yeah. is means our load or a high so it means on our multi-zone system how low can that unit go and run efficient uh-huh. and so we have a really large turndown factor in all of our units now and so now we can run. If only one head runs on a multi-zone system, yes. Sometimes you are, in a sense, not as efficient. Mm-hmm. We're actually now running more efficient because now that added fifteen percent uh, curve that we call it.
1: Yeah, so, we've we've seen that with your products, you? you know, in okay. this year, you know when you when you look at them, and and uh, especially having that low turndown is great for us as you know the person integrating into a home. Someone has a small bedroom, you exactly. know, a, a, and that sort of thing. You know, being able to essentially. Put less heat or less cooling out of that to make an appropriate size for a small, I say bedroom could be any room, but a small space um, makes, back to where we started the conversation, makes that room comfortable instead of it being just too hot and you can't make it any cooler or in the summer, perhaps too cold and you can't make it any warmer. Now you can have comfort in that space. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: So, uh, Seth, you mentioned the, the heat pump water heaters and R one compressors, and then the, uh, of course, the like the art cool product, which is more of an aesthetic design uh, kind of option that you have for people. Are there some other innovations that you're excited about? Um, e- either things that LG offers right now or things that are kind of coming down the pipe? Uh, we we
2: we get a lot of information for new products coming down the pike. You know, as a typical uh, manufacturer side of it, we don't really talk about it until it lands. Sure. <laughs> I love talking about it. And yeah. it's like, well, not yet, because we needed this. So I would say, you know, it's definitely solid that we have the heat pump uh, air to water system coming. That is something we've already had uh, in applications. And now we'll have a higher temp application for it. And whenever we mention it, it's it's automatic. And the commercial side of it, you know, we have a lot of applications as well, dedicated out there, air systems. Rooftops. Yep. So we we've changed the whole footprint on the rooftop world, you know, on commercial applications. And now we have an, a box that blows air, but now we have an inverter next to it. So it changes the whole footprint. So now you don't have cranes going up and putting everything on the True. roof. Yeah, It's um there's a there's so many different innovative things that they're always looking at and adding to. We may not be the first one out with it, but we're always looking to improve maybe where somebody else wasn't able to make that little piece fit. Now we're going to make it fit. So we have uh, our one-way blow units mm-hmm. will be launched in the beginning of next year. Oh, great. So you mentioned ceiling cassettes. We're going sure. to have those. Those yep. are going to be, and they waited. They want to make sure what was the proper size everybody wants. Sure. So it's going to fit for most applications. Oh, that's so, outstanding. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I knew those were coming. I'm yeah. glad to hear it'll be that soon. It, it will be really soon. Yeah. That's great.
0: Yeah. Brett, any final thoughts on uh, on LG, you know, products and uh, your experience with them in in the years that you've been working with uh, with LG heating and cooling?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we you know, we're really fortunate that we've um we we're, we're really one of considered one of the leaders in in ductless in in New England. And uh, you know, with that comes, you know, the privilege of being able to align ourselves, you know, with kind of with whomever we want and 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 we've really, you know, there's a reason that LG is, is one of our two primary products, you know, and, 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 uh, you know, because again, we could, we, we, you know, fortunately we could choose whoever we want for the dance. And, you know, we believe the LG product, you know, number one, there's a lot of variety there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and again, innovative products and, and things that are different. It's not just like, quote unquote, the other guy's stuff mm-hmm. in a different box. It's innovative and, and different, you know, the, the product has performed very well for us. So we're not just about, again, because we've been doing this for 33 years, we're not just about does it go in okay and then it's not so, you know, we don't care what happens after that, Um, you know, the, the product is, has, has held up well. It installs well. People enjoy working with it. And it's, it's you know, from a maintenance point of view, again, very low impact for us, uh, which is great because that's low impact for our customers. You know, they they go over to the remote or go over to the thermostat and they turn it on and it works and it does what it's supposed to. And we're all happy, right? Right. Um, so, so, yeah. So it's been outstanding. They offer a very strong warranty. Uh, As well, and we've also had great luck. You know, we talk about supply chain challenges. You know, we've had great luck being able to uh, when we do need parts. You know, the parts supply chain has been uh, good and robust for us as well. So it's been a super relationship, and we appreciate it. No,
2: we appreciate it. I mean, it's it's great. You know, unfortunately, we had all the supply issues that came on board, but I think it's it's great for us because it's enabled us to expand ourselves more mm-hmm. and uh, enable people to think out of their box or we had, and I'll be honest with you. So I sold a lot of boilers mm-hmm. I sold all, you know, water heaters, you name it. And so I was going a class the other day and distributor, I said to him, how many boiler brands do you sell? He said, uh, 25, <laughs> 25 boiler brands. Wow. Okay. So they're not for nothing. I mean, that's, but that's where the markets got saturated. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of yeah. where I, I feel, that market is is dwindling, all right. Because mm-hmm. in the rebate world, we're gonna be fortunate that we have the rebate right now, mm-hmm. but eventually the rebate will dissolve. Sure, okay? it'll it has to at some point mm-hmm. because as things are mandated, rebates disappear. Of course okay, so. so we're fortunate to have it. We're gonna use it, and it's beneficial for most people. And every application right now, though, to me is looking at the application seeing how it fits, sizing, comfort, mm-hmm. and getting what they need in the end. And efficiency is the bigger part, too. And more and more of our brands, you know, mm-hmm. most uh, dealers that before only dealt with one brand, mm-hmm. now everybody's realizing because of the supply-demand issues, mm-hmm. they need to have an alternate source. Sure. And we're very fortunate that you know we're getting a lot of key installers like yourself mm-hmm. that come on board with us. And realize that it's it's a really good product, it really oh, yes. is. And all of our products are made by us. So, sure. Uh, some brands will, you know, put a sticker on something else, and and it's really not their brand. They're just buying it from somebody else, putting a sticker on it. Yeah, we, but see, all of our we products, see a lot of that. We, yeah. we
1: we don't work in that with <laughs> folks who work in that manner. Yeah. yeah.
2: But it's so. it's challenging for us to keep you know people you know when they look at well your price is X, well ours may be a little bit more money, but it's a brand and. But the brand, it means a lot. And uh, LG is a, a big brand,
1: and they take a lot of pride in their brand. So when there's issues that come up, they want to make sure that the people are happy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, yeah. and that aligns well with our philosophy. Yeah. We we put our customers first. We, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the thing that we seems like we chant over here is, uh, is you know, wow the customer. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we believe mm-hmm. in that, and, and we only want to align ourselves with people who believe similar like you guys. Yeah. So So we That's appreciate great. that partnership with LG. Yeah. Excellent.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that's really great information. As always, Brett, thanks again for speaking with me today.
1: Thank you. I appreciate the time.
0: And Seth St. Romain, thanks again for joining us today as well.
1: Ah, I appreciate it.
0: And for more information, you can visit the website at netrinc.com or call 781-933-NETR. That's 781-933-6387.